Hello and welcome vegan savages to another episode of the V Gains podcast. Today's guest is Quality Gains and he just complimented me on my amazing song and music video called Be a Vegan Savage. How much did you enjoy the complex lyrics? Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> like it got re recommended to me by a comment on my YouTube channel. And he was like, oh, you should check out the vegan, vegan song, you know, where it's just like be a vegan savage over and over again. <laughs> you know the lyrics by heart? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I think it's not that complex. It's like be a vegan savage, eat beans, eat cabbage. And then it's like over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> wow, he knows the entire song by heart, this complex structure. Yeah, people often didn't get it that it's more like a joke because I... I just had this uh, rap line and I built it into my vlogs for like quick B-roll, you know, and people mm -hmm. were like, oh, it stuck in my head. Can you not just upload it separately so I can make it a ringtone? Yeah. And then I did it, but I don't want to upload any music without a music video. So yeah. while I was shooting another music video, I was like, let's do a one taker for that. Mm -hmm. And I did it. And um, then didn't, people didn't get it that it's just for that purpose and fun and not like a song I'm proud of or anything. And yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm thinking about redoing that anyways. Good morning, vegan savages, quality gains in the house, a fellow YouTuber here in mother-loving Changu, aka Paradise. And I asked you on the cram for questions. Florian is his name, from Switzerland. Exactly. We both speak German and we haven't exchanged a German word yet. <laughs> I'm doubting that he even speaks German. Do I you? Do. I actually do. Yeah, ich kann Deutsch sprechen. But uh, no, it's actually like... If you ask a Swiss person if he like speaks German, it's more we weird than like if a Swiss German uh, person speaks English, because there's like a distinct difference between uh, Swiss German and Engl uh, German. So, for example, most like when most Swiss German people speak German, the German people actually think that they speak Swiss German when in fact they speak German, just because like it's uh, slightly different. But yeah, I I know the basic. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, if people don't know, like Swiss German is for Germans kind of difficult to understand. Yes, actually. I think it sounds really funny and I understand like I would say 50% of it, which is actually not that much. I have, for me, it's easier to understand Austrian German or whatever it's called, if Austrians mm -hmm. speak German. Um, but I think it's a fun language and I'm happy you speak English that well. Actually, someone asked, where did you learn to speak English so well? Um, where did I learn it? Actually, I was, I was very good in English at school and I always made like jokes when like people ask me, well, why did you learn, where did you learn English? Like, what was the reason? And the fun fact was just like that all websites when I went like online, I mean, my father brought us internet when we were like sixth grade or so, so we were quite young. And I remember like my, my father had like this internet stick where he could like we were one of the first in like the city or the town that got that got internet and on the internet was like a lot of things where you know it's uh english and i used to choke around like where did you got like your english so good and i was yeah from porn sites you know <laughs> but i was choking obviously like half choking <laughs> half choking but then i went uh, like traveling around one month in thailand taught me a lot and then just youtube videos you know it's learning by doing the first youtube videos i need i need to google whoops that was the fly. I need to Google like every third word, you know, just to get it right. And the first, the first YouTube video was like quite weird, just because I didn't, I couldn't speak English that fluently as I do it right now. What the fuck, fly? <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> embrace it. We are vegans, you know. <laughs> if, a, if a mosquito touches us, we need to embrace it. We can't. Okay, I'm gonna just kill kidding. The of course. <laughs> Yes, that's that's how yeah, that's that's same for me. And <clears throat> it's like once you get in the groove of kind of understanding English, and then it's so nice because you can consume all your content in English, and then mm -hmm. you learn something about something you're interested in, and simultaneously improve your English. Yes. And then it gets like exponentially better because you kind of consume all your content in English, mm -hmm. and uh, it gets better and better um, simultaneously without even just focusing on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I will check it in a second. Okay. I don't know what's, what, what this problem is of this camera recently. Um, I got many questions about your travel lifestyle because it seems like you're all over the place. So before I ask you, like, um, or to get the best insight of your travel lifestyle, would you elaborate where did you spend this year, meaning 2019, like, all together, like, 
from January to X, I was there, and then to there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, the thing is... Hold it for a sec, and yeah. continue, and yeah. you don't need to speak louder. Sure, so... <laughs> that's nice. How it originally started, actually, was... Uh, I think this, this year was quite weird. Uh, for the single reason, just last year I got promoted, like I was in my full-time job as a manager. I managed one fitness center before, and then five fitness centers in Switzerland, 10,000 members, and I had about 40 employees that I was responsible for. So it was like a long-term goal of mine, actually. Like, I remember I was talking with, with, with a guy just two years ago, and he was like asking, where do you want to go? And I was this, this uh, like three or four years ago, and I was an intern at a fitness center, and I was like, oh, if I can just be a manager, you know, if I can just manage this one fitness center, then I will be happy. <laughs> but then I, what I realized, I've, I've reached my goal very freaking fast and I, and I shot over the goal. So most, most people that I managed when I was a manager of five fitness centers were like 30, 40. So they were like, they were older than me. So I realized... Were you happy in life? Did it fulfill you? It, it did fulfill me for like one month and it's just because it's tied to my passion. But what I realized when it comes to the fitness industry is after a certain point, you have like two markers, like or two different areas when it comes to the fitness industry. I'm not, I'm gonna get, go back to my travel plans afterwards, but there's two markers. The first mark, like there, there you are a trainer. There you are like a, even a manager of one. Like when I was a manager, you still work directly with the clients. But afterwards, after you go above that, which means you have a regional manager, you have to manage multiple fitness centers. You just deal with numbers, and you have. Usually there's a saying, I wish you a lot of staff, you know, the more people you manage, the more problems you have. And then I, in the beginning of this year, I've, I've actually got a choice uh, from them because they were restructuring or the company that I worked in got bought. And they offered me a choice of uh, either I uh, go back like with the same pay, less responsibility. I go back to managing one fitness centers because I completely eliminated my, my section. Uh, but I would need to fire one of my employees. And the employee was, was good, you know, there was no need to fire that employee. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna do this. And I was already coaching clients on the side, but don't, I like, I, I realized that I work with vegans the best and I, I don't want to have discussion with people like, oh, how, how much chicken should I eat? And you're mm -hmm. like, oh, as little as possible. You're like, why, why, you know, why should I eat as little as possible? You were already vegan, right, when you? Yes, yeah, yeah I was, sense. I'm now four and a half years vegan. Nice. So, and I started quality gains about, yeah, two, three years ago. So just like part time uh, during my job, and then, yeah, in the mid of mid of June, my actually I decided to quit my job. So I told them no, I'm not gonna do this. And I quit my job. So first of August I started traveling two months, one month in Bali, one month in uh, Kuala Lumpur, one month in Ho Chi, two two weeks in Kuala Lumpur because Kuala Lumpur is really shit. Don't go there, and one month in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. Now two months again in uh, Bali. And and before that you were in Switzerland, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, for, for yeah. And seven. quickly, why shouldn't people go there? In Kuala Lumpur? Mm -hmm. Well, the first day I arrived at Kuala Lumpur, I realized it was shit. Because I was I was walking down the streets and had my flip-flops on because all the people walk down here like in flip-flops. Uh, but in Kuala Lumpur, it's a bigger city, so people walk in shoes. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So I was walking down the streets and suddenly I felt like I kicked something. And I looked down and what I kicked, I estimated it was like a, a drink or something, you know? But it was a big fat rat. Ooh. I kicked the rat off and she just like <laughs> walked underneath, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I came there tired, it was like 10 p.m. I just wanted to eat something before, yeah, I was very hungry. And I kicked the rat off and just, <laughs> there's something about the city. Uh, that, that already put me off because yeah, I have a big <laughs> phobia. I mean, I'm getting rid of it, yeah. of uh, mice and rats. And if that would happen to me, like, <laughs> I would, I would, I don't know what would, I would, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize it. I was just looking down like, fuck, you know, there we go. There we go. Yeah, Kuala Lumpur. And uh, next year I'll be six months in Bali. Uh, now in two days I'll leave back to Switzerland. I visit my family. And then I, in the beginning of January, I go down here for six months at least, yeah. So wait, say it again. From January to... Uh, when have you been to Switzerland? When you started traveling? To the first of August. First of August was my flight. Okay, Down. so most of the year you spend in Switzerland. Yes, yes, yeah. Huh. So and like the years before that, were you spending most of the chunk of the years also in Switzerland? Or yeah, you? yeah. Okay. It, it was just this year that I decided to make the the full switch to go for that lifestyle. And was 
Kuala Lumpur, what it's called, was that your first destination? No, at first was Bali. Uh, oh, then, was, then was Kuala Lumpur for, for two weeks. Otherwise, you would go back home. <laughs> Fuck that shit, I stay in Switzerland forever. <laughs> no worries. Uh, um, yeah, <clears throat> because um, my scooter needed to be repaired because I tried Did to teach. Crash? No, I didn't. I tried to teach a friend yeah. and he cannot ride a scooter at all and he crashed it. Fuck. And yeah, just give him how much money he wants. Give him how much money you want. Million. <laughs> no, it's like seven hundred. Bargain because he probably rip you off. <laughs> no, he, he's living at the villa, so oh, they're okay. like super fair. So, it, but yeah. it's seven hundred k, which yeah. is like fifty euro, which is kind of a lot. But yeah, yeah anyways. Yeah. Um. And when you were in Bali, were you here in Changu or where were yeah, you? Same place. Oh, nice. Same place. The thing is, I once I left for Kuala Lumpur and Ho Chi Minh City I kind of regretted it because one of the reasons I'm down here is to focus 100% on this you know I have no mm -hmm. distractions I work out I will wake up in the morning I don't surf you know I just wake up go to the co-working space hustle and then go back you know possibly go to the gym like uh, every second day at least um, but then just like put my head down and if the if the Indonesian embassy or government is watching this I don't work here no, I don't know. Oh. I know. You <laughs> go there and watch nothing. porn. It's your holiday. I just surf here. I just surf here, you know. <laughs> Tourism. Surf the internet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, um, so you spent the last six months in, in Changu? Mm -hmm. No, no, not the last, last six months. Total now it's uh, three months. Three months. Yeah. And... Um, how long were you in Changu the, um, at the beginning when you arrived the first time? That was your first time in Bali, Changu, right? In yes, yes, first time in Bali, one month. One month. It's 30 days, yeah. Nice, yeah, I would say you picked r one of the best spots. But now that you hustle most of the day, do you also enjoy some of the perks of being in Changu, like watching a sunset every now and then, stuff like that? Uh, I would like to say yes, I do, but thing is I just yeah I live a quite boring life the thing is like I live a quite boring life and I really enjoy what I do you know I really enjoy what I do I I mean quality gains is my passion I what fascinates me about this like first of all you have a bigger purpose you know and I believe in the mission behind it you know and the second thing is I I'm really fascinated about fitness in general and I like to I'm really fascinated about the concept of mastery you know having something that you can say hey I'm not the best in like in a competitive sense, but I know everything about it, you know? And I mean, I was, even when I was an intern, I remember I had a girlfriend at the time and I used to, they, they had like, I was the only one out of the interns that booked into weekend classes in the Swiss Academy of Fitness and Sports. So like I was an intern for two years to get certified, certified fitness instructor afterwards in, in Switzerland. And I was the only one that booked himself into weekend classes. And I remember I had a quarrel with my ex-girlfriend because she was like, you never see me, you know, you're constantly either working because it was uh, sometimes I worked 10, 10 days straight. It was barely legal what this guy, my previous boss did, but uh, of like the beginning of the uh, fitness centers. But I was just working through the weekends and then working again uh, Monday to Friday. So yeah, I should probably enjoy a little bit more, but I really enjoy, I really enjoy what I'm doing when it comes to work. You know, it's, it's exactly what I want to do. For people who don't know you and don't know what quality gains is about, how would you describe it, define it, what it is, what is quality gains? Yeah, so quality gains is two missions. Quality gains, number one, uh, wants to put veganism across the goal line, which is 10% uh, global percentage of veganism. Uh, second mission is to make vegan fitness results or fitness results in general simple and predictable. These are the two missions of quality gains. Why 10%, like f number one, second, second mission like enforces number one, because if you become a fit vegan, if you become a person, like you can see it in yourself, man. You're a tall guy, you're an athletic guy. People ask you, hey, they follow you because they want to be like you, you know? That's why most people follow you. They follow you because you're a cool guy and you're authentic, I think. Because I think because you act weird sometimes makes you really authentic. So this is a compliment, you know? This is a really cool thing. And second of all, because they want to be like you. A person listens to you, not because, for example, let's imagine you walk down the streets, Barack Obama tells you, hey, become vegan, you know? And then you walk to another street and then a homeless guy tells you, become vegan. Who would you rather listen to? You would listen to Barack Obama because he has more power. And he wants, he's potentially, I'm not, not saying you are looking into becoming into politics, but he's a person that has status and is where you want to be. So I think 
transforming your physique, becoming a person, well, like a person that people want to be like, or a person that is like represents a positive movement, is a positive body, is something how you can help the, um, people become vegan in a in a very efficient way. And how do you execute it by um, reaching those two goals? Like for people who don't know. I have an online vegan fitness coaching service called The Gains. So uh, the thing is we have a 20 plus something step process and we we change this uh, over and over again over the last couple of months, especially over the last months because I have more time focusing on it and the years to make it as simple and as efficient as, as possible. So what I realized back in the in the fitness industry that uh, I realized that normal gyms, normal personal trainers have a very low success rate. For example, if you take a look at digital products, um, not saying that like every 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 digital product is bad, but most of them got like a open rate of sub 50%. So less than 50% of people that actually buy the product, and I see this in my in my free ebook that I give out. You know, not trying to pitch anything here. But it's just seeing like some people that get the free ebook don't even fucking download it. I'm like what the fuck, dude? You know, you, you give me your email address. I know it's free, and possibly if they would pay for it, it's a higher rate. But just the success rate is really freaking low. And that's what really annoyed me in the fitness industry, like in the fitness centers that I managed back there. I mean, nobody really gave a fuck if people achieve the results or don't. And I, I think in the future, especially in the future, because we, we move into the age of more information, of more transparency. And that's why I think you have, you have a very cool brand or like a personality because you're, you're honest. You know, I suspect because you act, you act the way you are. You don't, you don't have a filter, you know. And I don't have much of a filter. I say fuck a lot of the time. That's because I am like this in real life. And I think in the future, this becomes really freaking important. That you have a great fucking product and people like it. And that you are a person that is honest with your, with your audience. That's how I see it. I liked it a lot and we elaborate, elaborate on it later mm -hmm. um, because I got questions because I think a lot of the traffic for that is coming from Vegan Gains, who you work together with. Yes. And we talk about it later because I got a couple of questions about that. Um, I got the basic question, which I want to cover because people are always interested. Damn, am I so famous? <laughs> no, the ba <laughs> um, I just... <laughs> <laughs> it basically you, I just get a lot of questions always about everyone um, how long have you been vegan and why uh, four and a half years uh, after starting after reading the book Eating Animals by Jonathan Safran Foer and uh, it was good actually, book yeah it's fuck and I was the opposite of a vegan you know I was the typical bodybuilding diet one kilogram of chicken a day six eggs in the morning mm -hmm. uh, low fat quark before going to sleep mm-hmm Same. Yeah, yeah, the thing is like, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. And then I was reading the book Eating Animals. It actually, it actually was gifted by an ex-girlfriend of mine. She taught me read this. Shout out to her. Yeah, <laughs> shout out. I don't want to mention the name though. It's like, we had a horrible breakup. <laughs> still shout out. <laughs> But still, um, after, reading the books, I, after reading the book, I just realized, you know, I need to change something. I need to change. I can't go on with this. So the number one reason I went vegan was because of ethics. 100%. You know, only later, usually if you start something, what sometimes happens, if you, you question it, you know, like, oh, was this truly the right decision? You know, did I, should I start a relationship with her? Like, should I do this? But like, veganism was a completely different thing. After, after I went vegan, after one year, I realized that, damn, this is truly a significant issue. And we need to do something to change this, you know? And in, with veganism, the more, the more I learned about it, the more I realized, yeah, The sooner we can change this, the better. Facts. Questions about diets. Um, like to get a good overview about your diet, because mm -hmm. I got a couple or many questions. Is that a question I like to ask? Could you guide us through a typical full day of eating of yours, like a typical day? What you eat from breakfast for your first meal until your last meal that people get like a overview of your day-to-day -day diet? Mm -hmm. Possibly here in Bali is not the best like representation of what I what I eat, uh, but I can tell you what I what I eat in Switzerland when I. Let's let's do both. Yeah. Okay. So in Switzerland, I was waking up oat oatmeal, um, soy milk, um, blueberries, one banana, depending on which kind. Of, if I'm looking to bulk, if I'm looking to cut, then uh, lunch uh, usually brown rice, uh, kidney beans, spinach, spinach, and then 
dinner because I was always really freaking busy. I was working a lot in Switzerland like because I, I had to juggle both. So in dinner, just copy, paste, same again. So you cook once and then have two meals out of it? Yeah, just like put it in the rice cooker, rice cooker, mm -hmm. not cock. <laughs> rice cooker. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> rice fucker. And then just did the same thing for, for dinner, you know. As Efficiency, as yeah, time, I like as it. As in time as possible and just put it in there, eat it, done. What about snacks? Uh, snacks, dates, um, smoothies. But the thing is, I was I was constantly on the road when I was in Switzerland because I, I used, to, used to go to two, two centers at least a day. So one center and then on the other one and just if you if you grab a smoothie on the way, drink it. Smoothies only if I bulk up. If I if I would not bulk up, then I would look for low calorie alternatives. So I would possibly eat less brown rice in my day and just more, more spinach or more broccoli, like more greens. But the fundament of what I eat was always the same. It was really freaking boring. That's why mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't like to do a one day of eating because it's now some people might think, oh, it's it's like a monk, but I actually prefer it that way. So down here in Bali, I wake up, I have an I have oatmeal, I have a soy protein shake because I realize it's really freaking bad. Uh, like I have very low in protein down here. I tracked in chronometer and I realized oh, I should probably change this one. Then in the morning, I have some pineapples, um, banana. Uh, 25 almonds to get some vitamin E and then in lunch usually is a salad in the co-working space and in the which one do you go uh, in Dojo Bali is it the one at the short no what is it called it's a Dojo Bali co-working space it's okay, I don't know it's like I remember I was in Zurich we were like on an entrepreneurs meeting and then the girl told me have you ever been to Dojo Bali co-working spaces <laughs> and that's why I went down here because hmm. she told me, yeah. Is it is it good? Yeah, it's really freaking good. They're all really super pricey here, right? Yeah, it's about 1.52 million or so a month, which is, yeah, about 150, 100, 150. I mean, it's like, it would be in Germany kind of cheap and they have like high standards here. Yeah. So far, what I've seen. So it's reasonable, but like, yeah. And if you use it a lot, it total, makes total sense. Ferdinand, you live in a fucking villa. <laughs> <laughs> What do you say? <laughs> you live in a villa. You're like, oh, it's too expensive. Like, do it. <laughs> this place is cheap. <laughs> this place is cheap. Yeah, if you if you divide it by the people who live here, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, man. It's like for those no, no, guys yeah. who don't see it. Exactly. Like, you see it in your vlog, but this is a huge freaking place. You know, I live in a yeah. place as big as this one. Okay. There's one one room, you know. But I like I like you know, <laughs> and that is also my co-working space, you know. Downstairs, like I have my yeah. my vocal coach lives here, yeah. um, my videographer, and we just make content together, and my friends. So, oh, that's cool, yeah. and that's yeah. like that's like a more creative creative atmosphere, which yeah. I like. Yeah. And I feel like home and can just you know I'm in my underwear right now, <laughs> just like chilling here on my <laughs> I bed. I didn't rec even realize <laughs> recording a podcast because I just, <laughs> just like to feel comfortable. But yeah, um, for some people that wouldn't wouldn't work if they like want to be in the zone and then they get distracted and yeah. not everyone is more yeah not everyone is doing the stuff i do for work mm -hmm. um and if you want to focus on one project then an environment like yours makes more sense mm -hmm. and like how is the salad looking like at the co-working space like what does it contain uh, uh three sky booths that you can book you have a locker no i mean the the salad like you you said you eat the salad for lunch oh, salad uh, like okay what did you understand space. Like, okay that was, that was so weird that sounds delicious, that co-working space. space. What does the co-working space contain? Not the salad. Is no, wait, do you have treadmill desk there? I don't have treadmill desk. We just have a standing desk there, which I alternate with an AC room if it gets too hot. Okay. But salad, uh, chickpeas, um, there's some tofu in there. So it's a really freaking healthy salad. It's uh, There's very actually very very few salad salad leaves you know there's it's more like a, a bowl a salad bowl which i which i really like so you have uh, some hummus in there because everyone likes hummus and yeah that's and in the evening it's copy paste or go to bali buddha get some get my green leafy vegetables in have a green smoothie and uh, some tofu i think with a combination of uh, yeah beans you go to the same restaurant every time yeah I just copy paste. <laughs> yeah, no, efficiency. I like it. And if yeah. you find a good one, why change it? If you like the food, yeah. if the price is decent. Mm -hmm. I actually haven't been to Bali Buddha, but it's on my list and I'm definitely going to go. It's really good. Um, do you eat there or to go? There. There. I bring my book with, with me and just read on the candle. Yeah. The Bali Buddha in this street, this one? Because they have multiple locations, yeah. I believe? Yeah. 
Yeah, in this industry, just uh, two minutes, two minutes right down to the beach, and mm -hmm. you're already there. So I guess you also live close then. Yes, I, I live like one minute away from Palibura, and that's why I chose it. Yeah, efficiency. I yeah. like it. Efficiency, yeah. good workflow, yeah. wide change running system, but it's also maybe you know that's why I like to experience new things. That's why like I check out all the restaurants here. I also mm -hmm. use it to make content, which mm -hmm. uh, gives me good content, but also. If you like a restaurant, how do you know there's not a better one around? So I usually like check all the ones out that look good and mm -hmm. then pick the one I like and, and do like a combination of going to the ones I like yeah. or eating at home, stuff like that. Yeah. But I check it out now even more that you eat there daily. Yeah. Uh, what can you recommend me there? What did you say? The, this I take the bibimbap vegan. Bibimbap vegan, sometimes with extra mushrooms and sometimes with extra tofu. On the, on the side and then just like green superfood smoothie like green health superfood smoothie and the thing is that I want to get across is actually I am a very in inquisitive person you know I try to, to try as many stuff as possible you know as many restaurants as possible but down here I think this was this was like a sacrifice that I took because there's one thing that I want to focus on and that's work and I, I want to spend as little thought or as little willpower as I can as little energy as I can on any other things just want to focus all, all on this. That's why I, I just recently bought like seven t-shirts, seven black t-shirts. And I plan to do everything in my wardrobe because I don't want to think about it. Frankly, by by whom did you get inspired doing that? Uh, originally from Steve Jobs, but then, then I thought it's, it was weird, you know, but it gets to a point where you literally like, I don't get much life satisfaction wearing a different t-shirt. And what I, what I truly get life satisfaction from is getting a mail from a client, like telling me just recently, you fucking did it. Like, Six months, we tried to go sub 200 pounds. Now, uh, two weeks after my coaching, 199 pounds. Just recently, I got a questionnaire like of a guy telling me that um, we have a question like, what nearly stopped you from buying from us today? And he was like, nothing. Even if a bus would have hit me at this moment in time, I would still crawl to the button and click it. You know, so like, fuck, that really feels good, you know? And that's where I got my life satisfaction from. And I... I just recently made like a plan where I want my life to go and it's uh, at least for the, for the next 10 years I see it to be the same as it is right now. Yeah. I mean, you never know, but that sounds like a plan. Yeah. Would you consider yourself being a minimalist? The more I read about it, the more I realize it's the way to go. I still, I think what minimalism actually is about is about knowing what you truly want to do with your life, uh, like what you value and realize that, that things don't give you as much value as you think. For example, a Ferrari or like a villa is, is cool. Like these are these are cool things, but will they truly give you as much satisfaction as you think? I remember I, I want to have this watch. It's not an expensive watch, like 300 400 dollars or so. I want to have it for a long time. You have fun of it like for two weeks, and then suddenly you're like, oh, this is not. Uh, I mean, it's just a watch. I bought I bought a motorbike in uh, <laughs> the camera. I bought a motorbike in uh, Switzerland for yeah for like a couple thousand dollars. It was a cheap one though. And after the first month, I realized I had to put it to the repair shop because it didn't, it didn't work, you know. It, yeah, it would constantly give up on me. And then I realized, damn, more things can actually lead to more problems or money can lead to more problems if you don't know how to use it to your advantage or what truly makes you happy. So yeah, I realized I became, I think semi-minimalism, there's still some things that I want to like and I, want to own I think but I really want to focus on what is important to me really like that good definition I agree Thanks so much I consider myself a minimalist since many years and mm. I recommend it a lot and um, I also got inspired by Steve Jobs and mm -hmm. actually Albert Einstein did the same nice. like having the same outfit because he was like thinking each day about what to wear is like only a couple minutes per day but if yeah. you then add it up per week per month per year that is so much time mm -hmm. and i don't want to think about it yeah. so i also have four like shorts i have the same shorts seven times same underwear like i have everything the same like it's same socks only one time but yeah. then i started my merchandise so for regarding shirts i have like many different ones but yeah. same size yeah. And and that takes me like one millisecond. Do I wanna like what logo do I wanna wear? Vegan yeah. Savage, Vegan Savvy, Blend Based Athlete. Yeah. Like, but I don't even like. I just pick one. You know, I just mm -hmm. pick the one on top. Mm -hmm. And um, I really like this concept of only owning the stuff you truly need. Mm -hmm. Thus, you have so much more space 
because mm. empty space is beautiful space. You come in the room, you only have the stuff yeah. you need and you use, and thus yeah. you have so much more space to actually create instead of like seeing all the things Absolutely, you don't yeah. need and then like, what should I do with that? And I still, yeah. and then you just move places from one spot to another spot and constantly be occupied with all that stuff. And mm -hmm. it's just so much more freer. And especially for us when we travel, yeah. it makes life hella easier. Yeah. Um, do you think you have a good life or work-life balance? Absolutely not. <laughs> But <laughs> do you do you like um, yeah. not like do you do you enjoy your work, right? Yes. The thing is, I'm not interested in work-life balance. Uh, at least at this point in my life, it's. Uh, I see uh, like it's hard to say that work is my life, especially like because a lot of people don't feel like I do when it comes to quote-unquote work. You know, it's. Uh, I ask myself, what do I want out of life? And it's not a family. It's not creating like 20 children <laughs> or something. What I want out of life is putting, putting a dent in the universe and changing something. You know, and that's what I'm, these two missions that I told you, that's what I'm truly passionate about. And that's what I've been passionate about since. I cannot say truly passionate because it's like it, it develops over time. You know, you suddenly like, oh, I'm interested in fitness. And then you start going this path. And then like, oh, I'm interested, like, oh, vegan. I turn vegan now. Okay, where do I go from that one? And, uh, but right now, like, I feel really passionate about those two problems and those two problems I want to solve uh, with that. So, yeah. And I want to put all my energy in that. How old are you? I'm 23. 23. I, yeah, I had a rough childhood. What, uh, do you, what does that mean? I had a rough <laughs> that you look older than you are? Or yes, what? yes. I had a rough teenage years. You know, I s uh, we were drinking really early. We were smoking really early. And uh, I changed, not, I was not like cooked on cigarettes, but every weekend, you know, every weekend smoking like 10, 20 cigarettes. And so it's just like when going out, uh, drinking to blackouts, getting into fights, uh, all that stupid shit when you, well, when you do when you're younger and you don't know what to do with your life. And I did this when I was, yeah, 16, 17. But now you're uh, reversing diseases and prolong your life. So in your, you're in a great way. And if you would, if you shave, you would look five years younger. That's yeah. like always what happens. Like I had also a yeah. beard and um, since I shaved, I just look like way younger. Yeah. And it's crazy. So it looks good. Though. You have a good jawline. So uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I also in, in because like, I mean, I would rock a beard if I would have a yeah. solid beard like you, but I don't. Yeah. I just have like a couple of hair, which gets long. And when I look yeah. back, like I rocked this short beard, which was so not dance for like two years and when i look back at vlogs i'm like oh how could i like walk <laughs> around like that um so yeah i just shave until i grow a proper beard yeah. and then i rock a beard i would say okay. um what sports are you into and what's your current goal our current goal is uh, those two goals that's on the macro goals that i want to focus on and the micro goals is i want to I was thinking about quality gains right now. It's making enough income to subsist my lifestyle easily, you know. But uh, do I really want to go there with, do I really want to, like, it's possibly selfish. You know, it's possibly selfish to, to I'm not sure, like, people don't need to agree with me. But I could, I could be like, okay, I hire a virtual assistant, I hire two other assistants, and then they just don't do all the work for me, and then I'm fine, you know. I outsource it to the Philippines, pay them $700 a month, would pay total of $2,000, and then I get like, yeah, know a couple thousand dollars for me to live on but uh, this is not where I want this to be going I think I think I want this to be a company that really influences people's lives positively positively and brings veganism closer I think a million dollar company is not cool a billion dollar company is also not cool but I what I think is really cool is a Super Bowl ad for veganism that would be really cool you know just I think a billion dollar company is cool as well <laughs> yeah the thing is it, it is cool but in the end in the end you sell it you have a billion dollar and you can do way more for veganism than one single ad i would say the thing is yeah you could you could possibly see it that way but the thing is what i what i what i think is a lot of people underestimate the the change you can provoke by by running a company that's actually like with a positive mission mission behind it and if you i just recently like i published a video uh, probably tomorrow it will come online about uh, capitalism and capitalism is very bad sides for veganism it's probably one of the main reasons why animals get ruthlessly exploited but possibly if you take a look at the next 10, 10 to 20 years it will likely turn around if you take a look at the u.s the biggest u.s milk producer just has gone bankrupt 
Beyond Meat is one of the most successful IPOs. China is, is planning to reduce their meat consumption by 50% until 2030. So, yeah, it's it's going the in a way. The world is changing. Watch yeah. the, what is it called? Um, Vegan 2019, the film of Plant Based News. They do like a yearly mm -hmm. review of the year. Yeah. And like I just watched it and I was like, oh, so much has changed this year. It's yeah. like going exponentially. Mm -hmm. I like this little rant, but the question was, yeah. what? What uh, what sports are you into, and what's your goal? Meaning yeah. your sport goals. Like oh, what sport sports goals. are yeah. you into, and then the goals regarding that. But I liked that <laughs> rent. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I still would pick the billion sorry, dollar sorry, company. Yeah. No, no, it's that was like great. Thinking a lot about work. So uh, yeah, the thing is, a sports goal is I always want to have a shoulder vein on the this this right shoulder. So it's like fitness goals. Like I want to have a shoulder vein since as long as I uh, can imagine. And now a shoulder what? Shoulder vein. That, that it's popping out or yeah, what? Yeah, like this. You're into out. that? Yeah, I like this. It was like a very weird goal that I had since I'm <laughs> eight, like 18 or so when I started, 17 when I started. Yeah, that's a weird goal. I'm, I'm not into veins. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I just, yeah, I always want to have it. And just recently I looked in the mirror and I see a shoulder brain is coming out, you know, just because I'm, uh, I'm in the low, bo low body fat right now. Second goal was like to have a one arm pull up. I think I achieved it uh, this month. Cool. Yeah, and uh, then splits could possibly be a goal, and I'm into uh, martial arts. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of martial arts in my past. Mm -hmm. And weightlifting, right? Because yes. I see you in the gym lifting weights. Yes. Would you yeah. would you name it bodybuilding, weightlifting? How do you call it? The thing is, I see, I see fitness as an amplifier. I see fitness as something that should improve every aspect of your life. I don't think that you should, you sh unless you work in that scene, like poss possibly we do. You know, we both make our living off of this I think and the thing is unless you work in that scene you should not base your life around this around, around the sports in general what I want to do I want to look good I want to feel good I have as much energy I want to have as much energy as I can I want to focus as good I want to have great frequent sleep quality and I, w I don't necessarily want to go to that next stage which usually which usually involves drugs you know uh, when you're when you're a bodybuilder or something go on the stage and then wake up five times during the night to go to piss You know, that's not, that's not what I would define uh, a great life. So I use fitness as an amplifier and uh, just because it improves every aspect of my life. So you call it fitness? Yeah, we call it fitness, yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. What is your current... Oh, I already know. It's upper yeah. body, lower body rest, right? Uh, upper body, lower body rest and then about two cardio sessions per week. Yeah, low intensity, steady state. I liked it a lot. That is a good split, I recommend. You are, as I am, into healthy lifestyle choices. What other healthy lifestyle choices um, do you currently focus on or have discovered for you, like new routines, new habits, anything that comes to your mind? You know what I mean with that question? Yes, yes, like mindfulness, for example. Mindfulness is a good, good topic. But I think once you, the way I see it, once you understand the concept of mindfulness, you can apply it to, I think mindfulness doesn't get its effectiveness from just sitting down for five or 10 minutes and focusing your breath. That can be very effective. But what mindfulness truly gives you, it's, it's an enhanced consciousness. When you walk, for example, when you drive a scooter and then someone comes, cuts in front of you, instead of yelling at this sucker and telling them, fuck off, you simply calm down your breath. You know, hey, this doesn't really matter in the long term. I think this is the true benefit of mindfulness, which I found out. And the second, the second thing is just like really loving what you do and uh, having a purpose or knowing when you wake up in the morning, you probably see this, you know, like if you spend a couple of time here down in Bali, it's a different lifestyle than when you're in, in Germany, you know, and they probably like to wake up in the morning way more than how you did in Germany. And that's what I found out just this year. Uh, yeah, not playing it safe, playing to win um, and really, really focusing on what you want to do. I like that. Working with vegan gains, yeah. what do you do together? Well, you want to quickly, because like um, he is like plugging your um, your coaching, mm -hmm. and um, that is like your deal, right? Or you want to elaborate? He does. I didn't know that. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I never watched him. He's just like liking my. And yeah. He gets no money. He's just like. No, the thing is actually, I I think I first came in contact because I saw that the uh, vegan guys had like a sponsorship opportunity to sponsor the video, and I had. Uh, I mean, I was a manager. You make decent money in Switzerland doing that, and I had quality gains on the side, and I thought, yeah, let's try it out. Let's try it out if uh, people might be interested. And I did a sponsorship on on his channel, and then I did another sponsorship. Uh, it helped me grow my channel and help me with the 
with my coaching service, I got new clients while I was still managing the fitness centers. Because I thought, oh, actually, like, I like coaching vegans. And if I can get additional vegans in, maybe I can focus on this full time. So that's what I really like to do, you know. And then after a certain time, vegan gains approached me and he asked me, hey, would you be interested in a long term partnership, you know. And uh, yeah, I don't know what exactly the switch was uh, there, but I had a video chat session with him, talked with him, and I'm like, yeah, I think you're a cool guy, you're a honest guy, and he apparently also thought that I uh, offer a good service, which I do, hopefully, and then now we're in a, in a long-term partnership when it comes to the coaching service, yeah. I think it was um, because he did coaching himself, but he didn't enjoy it. Like he said in a video, because I watch his videos mm -hmm. quite regularly, mm -hmm. and it like made him anxious, and it's just like not his highest excitement. Mm -hmm. So that was probably the reason he wanted to outsource it. Was looking for something he can offer to people. Yeah. And then he saw you, and you offering it, and then you made a good deal. Is that how it was? The thing is, I sponsored this. Uh, I remember I sponsored these videos before, you know, and I just I just bought like uh, I think the second. Uh, did like two or three sponsorships of his videos and then he was just like um yeah i remember i got an uh, email telling me hey i will offer my own coaching service i was like uh, yeah can i get a refund <laughs> because you know it's uh i was doing the sponsorship for my service on his youtube videos but then he's like uh, no it's obviously uh, we're still willing to to uh sponsor you so that's why i mean yeah i mean with vegan guys i truly have 100 feeling that this guy is like this guy is all about the end 100 you know and if uh, with some other people not saying you be vegans i think you're also like you're, you're quite honest guys as far as i know you right now but just like from the impressions that i had with vegan gains it was never decisions that he made was never because of money it was always because of okay what might be better for the for the animals so that's what i really liked and then afterwards uh, he didn't like it online coaching and then he i asked him hey would he be down should i take him over I was like, yeah, I'm considering multiple uh, multiple options. Then we had a video call and then he was like, yeah, I would like to offer it to you. Yeah. And you offer nutrition, um, um, like meal plans and training plans or guides, like um, both, right? The thing is we have, we have multiple packages uh, right now. We have the Kickstart Your Vegan Fitness Journey package, which you can sign up for one month or one year package. You get premium vegan fitness content right now. It's 152 minutes. I plan to get it to at least 1,000 minutes of uh, premium vegan fitness content, which is truly like very personal and very honest and very, very clear about what they should be focusing on. Second thing, what they get, they get meal plan blueprints. So they get a step-by-step -step process how they transition from a meat eater to vegan, vegan to fit vegan, fit vegan to athlete. You know, because there's a huge different ball game, ball, ball game between one of those. Then they get an exclusive group of fellow fit vegans. Uh, we're getting close to 100 people in, the, in that group, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, and then they have people with, on a positive mission than they am. The second step is when they work really freaking close to me is when I prepare a meal plan for them, uh, which is, it's not as necessary a meal plan as it is a mentoring. So what I do, I usually create a seven day meal plan. I check in with them on a weekly basis. And it's not like, hey, do you have questions? We actually have a step-by-step -step process where they, where they follow, they have like seven questions that they fill out and I review it on a weekly basis, you know? And I check over their process in chronometer. They get a free chronometer gold account. I mean, everything is optimized to give clients results. Chronometer, chronometer gold account, giving that to clients is quite expensive. I was working with a different meal planning service before. It was called Evolution Nutrition. It cost me two seconds to, to, to create a meal plan. But I was like, it was not the best meal plan, but it was like easy for me. And I decided to switch over to chronometer. Now it costs me a couple hours to create it, but I know it's exactly the right thing for a client. And everything I optimize in the coaching service is for the client you know and that's yeah that's quality gains i like that are more people interested in in the training or the nutrition veganism is nutrition it's nutrition and a lot of veganism but a lot of vegan guys are actually focusing on calisthenics but what you will soon when what you realize and i'm sure you can attest to that fitness truly is a lifestyle fitness is not something okay you go training in the gym maybe if you take like testosterone or something you can train in the gym and see results but you need to optimize your sleep quality you need to optimize your nutrition you need to optimize your post-workout and pre-workout you need to optimize the sleep the sleep that uh, i already told you this but the thing is like there are multiple components to go into into fitness results but uh, just of those two parameters or variables i would say it's nutrition 
so more be people book nutrition courses than training course because you offer both right did i understand did yeah. i understand it right yeah the thing is we have we have multiple packages so they start with one package mm -hmm. and then they have a also in that first package have a private 50 minute video call with me mm -hmm. and this is like i give this away for free because i lose money on that video call if i go 50 minutes on a video call and they pay like 14 dollars for the package i i lose money on this one with all the other stuff that i have so uh it's simply like i give them advice uh clarify their goals you know identify their sticking points and then ask them hey if you want to work closely with me right now i only work with 25 people in the higher package and i'm really really close to selling this out it's like 22 right now clients that i have in that package and uh, then i tell them hey uh, we have those two packages like higher packages which which would you like to focus on if any and it's usually yeah it's nutrition it's nutrition or a combination of both I like that. Do you like his YouTube videos from Vegan Gains, honestly? Yeah, I do like his YouTube videos because Vegan Gains, what, what a lot of people don't know is that Vegan Gains was the one, this is saying that the first one takes the arrows. The first one takes the arrows. And Vegan Gains was one of the first people on YouTube that really pushed veganism forward. I mean, I remember watching the videos when I first became vegan with my bigger brother and two of my friends in the basement of my of my father you know we have like this, this gaming room down there and we were watching vegan games videos and i was like dude this guy is psycho <laughs> you know but he's right yeah he's right and with a lot of things you will realize i mean vegan games takes no prisoners you know and the vegan games has also like a general inclination to see the negative in people though but sometimes this the negative is actually closer to the reality than the positive yeah what what other people might see so yeah, he's extreme. He's uh, he's uh, can be considered a psycho, you know, but doesn't mean that he's not right, you know. And actually appreciate people where where I like where I know. Hey, this guy is. What I really dislike is people that, you know, that they show like the mask online. They're like when you see them in person, they're like they're like oh fuck, I don't I don't care about this at all. I eat meat and I, I like I push a vegan movement online. That's something that I really dislike. I would rather have a person like, hey, yeah, I'm not perfect. I can't be an asshole. I'm very direct. And that's how I present myself online. And vegan games, it seems to me, is very similar to that person. or like exactly that person. Same. I watch his videos like from the get-go. And I like, I mean, I even, I love his videos. He's just like <laughs> speaking the truth in a harsh way. But yeah. he's just direct, no bullshit. Yeah. And he has also changed a lot in a really positive way. Yeah. I think due to like the algorithm and um, the guidelines weren't in his favor. So many yeah. videos got taken down and threatened even his channel. So he had mm. to be more polite. And now I think he even enjoys it being more like that and I really really enjoy his videos yeah. even though he's still harsh but it's mostly speaking the truth and he has done so so much for the movement yeah. turning so many people vegan who yeah. also like wanted to debunk him like what yeah. you're saying is not right going on their own journey finding yeah. out about the ethics environment the health and like oh this guy's actually right and yeah. they started to go vegan because they wanted to debunk him yeah. so um, the, the thing is uh, just like one thing if you guys think that the vegan gains videos were were harsh back then or were like real i mean i think vegan gains is a very freaking dark humor and he puts it to the extreme in, in videos because if you take a look at the older videos if you can still find them the psycho parts are always in the end which means you watch the video until you get to the psycho part and once you get the psycho part you get like an emotional reaction so you want to watch more mm -hmm. it's like the game of thrones you know yeah. it's like the game of thrones videos always in the end it's really freaking psycho like it's usually it starts off Uh, very interesting then it levels off and the end is really psycho so you need to watch more that's exa exactly how the vegan gains videos were structured which just shows you that vegan gains vegan gains is a very smart guy mm -hmm. you know he probably has a very freaking dark humor and yes he probably doesn't give a fuck what anyone else thinks but he's also like he used youtube to his advantage to bring across the message you know interesting now that i think about it i think i 100 agree and that's probably a reason why he grew a lot because many of his bad jokes got like viral yeah. <laughs> he's stomping on babies he yeah. would do it's clearly a joke it's like really dark humor yeah. but yeah that's um that's smart of him yeah and uh, probably that's a big reason why his old videos they have like insane views on many videos which got like mm -hmm. really viral yeah now last question you already kind of answered it and i think it will be disappointing but uh, first one is favorite Restaurant in Changu, well, Bali Buddha, or do you have any other favorites? 
Uh, Bali Buddha. I think it's one of the few that have been here. And then favorite things to do in Chang'e. Like I'm sure you will disappoint me. Like yeah, there's this amazing sunset place, and you can go partying. I think you. There any? seems to be a spot in the north. Like a lot of people told me this. I've never been to there, where you can actually cliff jump. The cliff jump. You can. Have you been there before? It's uh, it's actually like. Uh, water slide like a natural water slide where like a river flows through but you can go in there and slide down there and there's like three cliffs to jump five meter 10 meter and 50 meter cliff and it sounds really dangerous yeah but it's uh, a lot of people go there and it's, i think and it's just one every six person dies no actually not it's it's, it's quite popular so okay it's cool yeah check it out yeah um but anything else you recommend here in chango to do hmm this sounds this uh, if you haven't been to la brisa la brisa is quite cool What's that? La Brisa is in at the Echo Beach. It's like a restaurant. It's not a restaurant. It's more like a cafe. Ah, the one that is like have, has all the lights. Yes. Yes, exactly. I see it all the time, and it's so pretty, and I want to go there. Yeah. And order young coconut because I'm not into alcohol. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I also don't drink alcohol. I just have like a coconut there or kombucha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when was the last time you did it? Alcohol? No, uh, going there. Um, actually, it was like a couple of days ago with a uh, girl. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, so, so you yeah. do find some time also to like enjoy yourself and watch the sunset every now and then. Yeah. Not being a machine. I think that's part of being human, I guess. You know. Exactly, so you and it's not the goal yeah. becoming a machine, but having, even if it's not your goal to have a life-work balance, but also like enjoying yourself and not burning out and yeah. uh, fulfilling your human needs mm-hmm. because. That's what it's all about in a healthy way that serves you. Fulfilling your human needs, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Um, Do you have anything else you want to tell my vegan savages? Yeah, man, if you can find me on YouTube, Quality Gains, or go to qualitygains.com, all that cool stuff. Yes, and you should open up my Instagram. Yeah, that's possibly something that I should consider. Like, a lot of people tell me probably would be a good business practice, but right now I'm actually I'm trying to reduce my surface area to the absolute minimum. Possibly like my communication would just be through email in the future. So <laughs> you probably didn't even see that, right? Yeah, but no, I didn't see it. So here is where people could ask you questions in my story, and usually I always <laughs> tag the people, but there is no quality gains I could take. Yeah, it's just like a YouTube channel <laughs> of quality gains. Yeah, so far it's uh, it's been working well. So I think I just keep doing it this way like youtube and website all right thank <laughs> you so much for being here have a nice productive work day enjoy thanks yourself you. and thanks for listening and maybe also watching see you next time peace eat your chickpeas out <laughs>